Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Hi, you're welcome to the three T's, travel, tours, and tourism on Africa Tech Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Lillian. And on each episode of our show, we explore diverse topics within the travel, tours, and tourism industry. We cover fascinating subjects. I mean, we talk about different things, different cultures, tribes in this tours and tourism space. And today, we're going to round off on the audio visuals of Igbo dancers, the eight project series. Remember that so far I have told you about 12 dancers from the eastern part of Nigeria and you can find them in our previous podcasts. Just search the three T's, <laughs> audio visuals of Igbo dancers, the eight project series. Okay, they have been enjoyable. We began with the powerful Abianshi dance, a war victory dance, and we delved into Mbise from where the Abi Mbise dance originated. And we also learned about the Adama dance. Of course, the first one was danced by the Akama people of the Amanko community in Enugu State. Then we heard about the dance that is believed to aid in making women fertile and take in the Agbacha Ekurungwa dance. That is, you finish dancing, go and carry child. <laughs> I think, well... Let me not say what I think out loud. Also, in previous episode, you listened as the Atu dance, which represents a fierce animal, was described. It is a masquerade dance from Enugu State. The Atilogu dance from the Udi and Ezago people of Enugu State. The Ikorodo dance from Unsuka Enugu State. The Iriaha Ohafia dance from Abia State were also dissected. And then in the last episode, I told you about the Ekeravu dance, the Itigbo dance, Mutaka dance, and the Nkwanwite dance. Now, let's talk about the last four, shall we? But I have to remind you that this initiative, that is the audiovisuals of Igbo dancers, the aid project aims to document, digitize, and create a free knowledge base for endangered Igbo dancers on the internet. And it includes audiovisuals, images, and audio recordings. Now, the aid project is led by a team of three individuals. Euphemia Wandu, Chibuki Adolphus, and Emmanuel Obiajilu, along with Michael Sodik, Tunde Oladimeji, and Dr. Kristen Waru, amongst others. Of course, they partnered with Igbo Wikimedia, Wikimedia Nigeria, and Wikimedia Nigeria Emo State Network to bring this to you. Okay, the eight projects collaborated with traditional chiefs, brought indigenous people together, native dancers, drummers, knowledge experts. Of course, you cannot just go to somebody's community and start making stuff up. So they have to talk to people who know about those things they want to talk about, right? They also collaborated with cultural custodians, dance troops, and senior citizens. And of course, they wanted to give visibility to the important work of these indigenous people in preserving and promoting Igbo culture. Another reason for this project is that they want to reach those with limited or no access to the internet or platforms to showcase their cultural practices, all right? Let me stop talking and allow you to learn about the last four for now. We start with the Nkwa, Nwa Bogo dance that was burst after a hunter saw monkeys wrestling. <laughs> That's funny. The name of the dance that we talk about is Original Nkwa Bogo.
Kuma Boho dance originated from a wrestling activity. Our people performs dance engaging people from different communities to foster social interaction and we call this Ishiogo. The wrestling is done according to varying age grades. After the different age grade engages in the wrestling, the entire village participates and wrestles with them until it goes round. We call this Uoro Mbibe in this community. Mpa Boho dance troupe, according to my late father, started with a hunter. He entered the forest for his regular hunting activities and saw something spectacular on that particular day. Monkey wrestling and he watched with keen interest. The monkeys were not aware he was watching them. He was so carried away with watching them that he didn't continue with his hunting for the day. After watching, he returned home, called his two sons and demonstrated what he witnessed in the forest. This was how the wrestling started and had continued afterwards. So young men started gathering for wrestling and seeing a winner emerge from the activity by wrestling the opponent to the ground. On wrestling, the opponent to the ground, the other person becomes the winner. This prompts people from the community of the winner to troop out to celebrate the victory of the winner. Maidens from the community will come out in the courtyard referred to as Ogo in my community and Ama in other Iwoland. In this gathering, they dance in merriment of their brother's victory. This was where and how Umawoho dance started. It continued until it became a tradition. After returning the war in 1970, my late father, Sir Vicente also called Omerisigo here, and in the larger Afiko gradually started teaching this dance to our men. These men were taught to play the dance, which was just the only component at that time. They would repeat the dance step every time. With time, he gradually brought in different elements in the dance. This was how it got to where it is, and more things got added as it progressed. This was how Umaboho dance. Stop it. The Umaboho dance, as the name implies, is for maidens. It is a dance meant for only young women and not the married ones. It is solely performed by young women. Afibu community also has another dance performed only by women. This one is different, only performed by maidens. The men do not perform in it, but are the ones that play the instrument for the dance. The dance is well performed by young women. Young women are the ones who perform the dance. The one we refer to mama are women who are married kids. This one is only for young women. They are the ones that perform it. Seeing the style of the dance, you agree that it requires young and strong women to participate in it. Mothers are with kids compared to men who are unmarried and have stronger bones. So if there is a young man that wins an opponent by wrestling him to the ground, it is the maiden that comes out to celebrate his victory. In some cases, married women join the dancing group to dance to the victory of their son in the wrestling activity. The wrestler who throws the opponent to the ground are sometimes sprayed with money.
As Elian mentioned, in this community, it starts around the ninth month of the year to the end of the month through the twelfth month. The festival will draw to an end by the eleventh month and will not accommodate any other ceremony. But times have changed. We accept invitation to display in events at any point in time. The dance is no longer displayed at specific times. Nowadays, the dance features on different occasions, including child dedication, marriage ceremony, housewarming, New Year festival, Thanksgiving, and others. The dance is not seasonal or for one specific occasion. This dance opens with a wrestling contest where a wrestler comes out to wrestle each other. After the wrestling in which a winner emerges, maiden shrieks out in excitement to dance to the victory of the wrestler. This segment of the dance is called Shap Urumegedem in Igbo, which features an intro for the girls. After the Shap Urumegedem segment, the girls will display another part called Ogaluzo in Igbo. After dancing to the Ogaluzo segment, they either dance to Pimpim or main Umaboho dance. That is Unkwa Umaboho step in Unkwa Umaboho dance. So after displaying that part, the girls will perform their solo followed by their leader's solo. There is also a segment called Ebimim. The leader is responsible for mobilizing the dance and bringing them together for the dance. We have a special attire for the dance. They put on a short skirt and high fabric on the chest. Initially, the dancers are given two pieces of wrapper in how they do preparation of the dance. One of the wrapper is made into a short skirt and the other tied on the chest. They also tie a headgear and this whole attire is referred to as ikanda. Lastly, white clay is used to beautify their bodies before they step out for performance. There are specific persons assigned to prepare the girls with the dance attire in readiness for their performance after the wrestling course ends. Two or three girls might display in the stage of the dance. The other members of the dance group and spectators will be in their regalia rejoicing in the victory of the winner. We have a special attire for the dance. They put on a short skirt and high fabric on the chest. Initially, the dancers are given two pieces of wrapper in how they do preparation of the dance. One of the wrapper is made into a short skirt and the other tied on the chest. They also tie a headgear and this whole attire is referred to as ikanda. Lastly, white clay is used beautifully. Lastly, white clay is used to beautify their bodies before they step out for performance. There are specific persons assigned to prepare the girls 
girls with the dance attire in readiness for their performance after the wrestling course ends. Two or three girls might display in the stage of the dance. The other members of the dance group and spectators will be in their regalia rejoicing in the victory of the winner. Moving on to the O'Day Dance, a war dance from Afigbo, Ebony State. Enjoy this and pay attention. I am a native of Eke in Udi, local government's area. The name of the dance, I will tell you the story, is Ude. dance is indigenous to Opwasi. Opwasi is located in Afi local government, Eboin State. From the story I heard, Ode is a war dance. The dance was used in war. The native community and their surrounding neighbors in the Novarine area, they were land disputes over farmland. Because Opwasi is known with farming and hard-working farmers. Their neighbors came to drag their farmland, and this started a war between them. They fought and returned home victorious. The dance was then used in celebration of their victory. There is no particular time or month dedicated for Ode, but played on request in order to entertain people. Pertaining the particular attire for the dance, there is no specific attire for performing this dance. But this dance is mostly done with any attire of choice. This dance is performed by both young men and women. This dance is not performed by children, considering it is one that requires energy and stamina. The name of the musical instrument for this dance are drum, the udu, the wooden gong, and the flute. Next is the Ogbongelenge dance, a dance used to celebrate life. 
The name of our dance is Obongelenge. with our forefathers. We learnt it from them and then continued with it. It is what we are taught. My community is known for this dance. We use it to celebrate the birth of a newborn. This is specifically during the time a woman brings a child into the world among the many things done as part of the rite for the celebration of the woman and child. This is also used to celebrate in a special way a woman that birthed 12 children. In this instance, the dance is performed by both men and women to dance in celebration of her. from these celebrations, we also perform the dance during Christmas, in December, Easter period, and even the New Year Festival in August. This is specific attire for Obongelenge. This include a t-shirt and a George wrapper tied on a t-shirt as well as a waist wear. We constructed the xylophone ourselves. This is done with wood from trees. This is mostly from forest with trees. We obtain the wood, cut into desired shape and tune it in a way to produce our preferred sound. We have varying instruments for performing this dance. We have the tambourine, which is known as the osha. We have the wooden gong, known as the okwa. We have the bass pots, known as the udu. And we have the xylophone, known as the obongelenge, which is the main instrument in playing the dance. This is used in playing it. Unlike the Obongelenge dance, the Okanga, masquerade dance is a dance performed by men alone during burial ceremonies. The name of my own town is Akwamankwo Ngwo. The name of this dance is Okanga. Thank you. 
This dance is indigenous to the people of Akwamankwo Ngwo. Okanga is a dance that is well performed by singers. The dance is performed by only men and used during burial ceremonies. It is also used for ceremonies like traditional marriage as well as in government functions on invitation. What this masquerade dance signifies in the hometown is anybody who is initiated into this masquerade benefits from the exciting performance of the masquerade dance upon death during the burial ceremony. Sometimes children participate in this dance just like the elders, but whenever the masquerade that owns the dance appears, children will be stopped from performing the dance. At that moment, this is also applicable to women. The procedure for performing this Okanga dance is such that attracts wealthy men to burial ceremonies. The wealthy men, among others, will give and have drinks served to the owners of the dance. Once the dance owners are done with drinking, they will proceed with the dance to the venue of the burial ceremony. There is no particular attire for performing this dance. A person well-dressed cannot perform this dance to avoid staining their attire. Strength and joy is enjoyed when dancing to this music. Well, there you have it. We have told you about 16 dances so far and I'm sure you've learned something new about these dances. For now, 16 dances. I know there are so many more in the southeastern part of Nigeria. I cannot say this enough. Do not be ashamed to teach your children about their customs and traditions, even if they are barbaric, so they'll know which to embrace and which to be wary of. I remember a time when I was having a conversation with somebody about where I'm from, and the person made a comment about my hometown. I said, excuse me? And he said, I'm not going to say anything else. Go and ask your father. So I marched to my dad. Daddy, what is he talking about? Look at what they said about our hometown. My father then sat me down to educate me. I wish it was sooner, but I still learned about it. And <laughs> I learned even more. When I went to the university, I had a course where the lecturer, Dr. Ukweze, said everybody should go and ask their parents about the origin of their hometown, the origin of their village, the origin of the local government area. And I called my dad, recorded the conversation, and he told me everything. I also got knowledge from that. 
We don't need to get that far. We don't need to wait for strangers to demand information before we can tell our children about it, okay? Remember that the videos are online. The videos are available on YouTube. Just search for the audio visuals of Igbo Dance's aid projects. Thank you very much for listening to the three T's, travel, tours, and tourism, where we explored the Igbo culture some more. Of course, join us next time as we continue to discover exciting destinations and tell you about the beauty of travel, tours and tourism. You can look out for more podcasts from Africa Tech Radio because we give you exciting content, not just in this space, but on the tech space in general and every other thing that is worth mentioning. Okay, my name is Lillian Aberika. Never stop exploring. Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.